Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Queers in Qualms. What's up, Charge? How you doing on this beautiful day? What's up, Yes? Uh, I'm super excited to be here today. Another episode of Queers and Qualms, and we're rolling right along. We are. And it's starting to look beautiful outside. The weather's breaking. We're starting to see spring coming up. And I think it's a great time to talk about the love that's in the air. Spring <laughs> is in the air. Spring yep. is the perfect time to fall in love, guys. Unless you're getting ready for a hot girl summer, in which case... Yeah. Fall in love in the it, fall. Right. <laughs> in which case, you're probably already in a relationship, to be honest. But <laughs> Guilty. No, as the flowers start to bloom on the trees, love starts to bloom in the air. It sure does. <laughs> it is a good time. Clearly, this episode is about... <laughs> love <laughs> today's topic is love yeah we can't i mean we can't be i mean the l word we can't be a lesbian based one podcast of one of the l words and not touch I on one of the l words which one is of the which is love so we're super excited to bring uh this episode to you guys today and i mean first of all before we get off um on our podcast we gotta talk about what is love and what There's are a lot of different, different kinds. kinds yeah a lot of different kinds of love love manifests in a lot of different kinds of ways and um yeah when i thought about love the first thing i thought about was three different things i thought about platonic love romantic love and familial love to me those are like three basic kinds of love obviously one of them platonic being you know the way you love a friend um you love them you know that's your ride or die you do anything for them and um the love it's kind of built in and manifest in a different way than say like familial love. Mm-hmm. Like familial love. I mean, which is, you know, familial love is parents and siblings and cousins. And um, I feel like that kind of love is uh, easy air quotes for most people. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who are not like, you depends know. on your family. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's some family that where you have to love them or you like, quote, have to love them because you're your family. And um, yeah. And it's important to note that love and like are very different. Very. Like familial love. A lot of times it's like, you know, you love them because they're your family and you don't always have to like the people in your family. But the love is kind of inherent. They brought you into this world. They help raise you up, whether it's extended family or um, the family in the house. It's like, you know, the love grows from the time you're born. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. manifests in a bunch of different ways, taking care of each other, all that stuff. And sibling love. Like, you know, sibling love is a big one. I think love, everyone's hate. like, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's like, oh, I can't stand you. Like, uh, like, sibling love, I think, is one of those things where it's like, uh, I think especially in our family, like we love each other very much, but we don't always have to necessarily like each other. And then sometimes sibling love develops. Like you kind of love, you know, you love your sibling, but you don't always hang out with them or right. vice versa. Exactly. Maybe, you, know, you can love them to death and not really be friends with them. Or maybe you like them a whole bunch. But, you know, it's it's familial love is one of those things that are complicated, too. We could yeah. probably do a whole separate. Yeah. I mean, love in that. general is complicated. Um, but funny enough it's a natural feeling it's like as human beings i feel like we naturally like it's not really a learned behavior you are you love your mother the moment you pop out of you know the vagina and you suck on the teeth you know you're like man that's love right there like you feeding me you giving me life it's love like absolutely you know um so we we kind of as human beings inherently know how to love Mm -hmm. and um i feel like really it's hatred that's learned behavior yeah yeah um which is like on the other end obviously if you have love you have the opposite you have people who don't love and you know just hate but yeah boo tomato (laughs) but (laughs) yeah yeah, babies are like babies and human uh, not humans but living beings generally are born with like i I mean babies are literally biologically designed to fall in love the minute they're born because it's part of their survival tactic yeah like i have to love you because i am helpless so you love me back as well (laughs) or i can't do anything (laughs) and babies will like that's why you see babies you know even if they're not uh necessarily connected to their body like there are some babies who are born and go into adoption and things like that but it's been scientifically proven how important it is for a baby to have a a person yeah a caregiver a caregiver the mother right immediately in their presence because they are literally like love me now 
and I will fall or in I will love die. with you so easily. I will <laughs> yeah. die, but I will also love you back. Right, That's exactly. the cool thing about babies is they'll love the hell out of you until they're about four or five and they figure <laughs> out you're an asshole. Right, but for the and then they start actually thinking. They're like, I'm not really <laughs> sure I bang with you like that. You actually, know? you're not that cool. Yeah. But for the first two years, for all of our parents out there, you know, like you're, that kid loves you, dog, and it's hard to go wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and you can. And even if you do go wrong, they're not holding it against you. They're kids, like, you know, I still kids, love you. Yeah, kids <laughs> loves uh, child's love really is literally unconditional yeah it does endure that as a as a parent and i'm an adoptive parent um i know like like sometimes my daughter would look at me and you can just tell she was so in love with me and sometimes <laughs> i would be like girl what do you let me start looking at myself how i look at right. i need confidence because you love me right exactly. now let me you know and, then, and, and then i love, love her over to, like to the moon and back it's ridiculous yeah. right yeah, and so that's familial love, you know, mm-hmm. it's n- natural and inherent. And then there's what I think most people are familiar with when talking about love, which is romantic love. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, you turn a certain age and you you got crushes and you want to go date and you want to fall in love. I think everyone is like, oh my God, my whole goal in life is I need to fall in love. And if I don't fall in love, I'm going to be lonely and sad and a cat lady. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, like <laughs> I blame '90s R&B music for uh, millennials feeling general, that way. '90s movies, '90s R&B music, Y'all they, had the way they feeling. show love <laughs> was like kind of toxic for real. But we won't get kinda. into that. <laughs> but I spent my entire youth like feeling that same way. Like my life will be incomplete if I don't find the one. Yeah, <laughs> that's like usually what people think of yeah. romantic love. And I think you said something really interesting. You said the one. Mm-hmm. I find that so interesting because like you love so many people in your life mm-hmm. that like. Is it really realistic to be out here at, you know, looking for the one? Like, do people have the one? I know we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the episode, but, you know, that's just something I wanted to say right now because I feel like, you know, people love differently and people will love more than one people, more than one person in their life, whether that's romantic platonic Mm -hmm. or familial you're gonna love a lot of people in your life so it's like is it realistic to be out here being like i have the the one one. (laughs) the one yeah we'll get into more of the one and like the whole soulmate thing in a little bit but i mean initially i would say like no and they also have you know there's also like i've heard a few different times in my life and i've heard a, a pretty common saying where which is um when it comes to romantic love, you're allowed. Uh, most people have three big loves in their lives. Have you heard that one? Yeah, I've it's heard like that. the first one. It's like your I, first. It's like the first love, one is puppy love. Right. The second one you learn, and the third one is like true the love final, or something yeah, like true, that. True love. Which I'm on it love sounds like, like number a Disney six, movie. so I don't think it applies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it in sounds love like. With- I fall in love every time. I've fallen in love with every girlfriend I've had since I was 18. Like, oh, you're the one. And it's like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> right. And just because you're in love, does that make that person the one? You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Because people are always like, the one. Like, what are, what are the, like, what does that mean? What are the things that make this person the one? Because you can love people and not end up with them. And so um that's kind of uh the trouble with the romantic love heartbreak yeah (laughs) to be honest (laughs) yeah pretty pretty sad on that one and platonic Mm. love we touched on that one super quick but those are obviously loves between uh people who are not familial friends girlfriends best friends i think a platonic those run deep those I feel like deep. that's the that's the most because you're choosing love. to love that person. Mm-hmm. Like it's not family where you have to where you have to love them because you're family, and it's not romantic where you have like you know other interests that are love and you know romantic behavior around that. Like pl- your platonic loves are your like ride or dies. Your They're the ones dies. that you know. And and one thing I thought about very briefly, I know like I'm an athlete and it's like how I relate to everything in my life, but a good platonic love that I have experienced is a love for like my teammates and my coaches. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Th- there are teammates that like, 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 I, yo, when it comes to like, especially training and athlete and athletics, like, oh, love that girl. Like you're, I've had teammates. I'm like, man, I, you love to see them succeed. Exactly. Or you love your coach. Like you, you care about, you know, their well being, their family's well being. You know that they love you too, and I think that's a that's a platonic love that I think sometimes gets overlooked because a lot of people I think I think gets overlooked because most people aren't 
yeah. athletes to that level. Mm. But once you get to a certain level of athletics, your team and your coaches are, are a type of love too. Mm-hmm, definitely. <clears throat> and with platonic love, I just thought about this. It, in my opinion, it doesn't always have to be a person. Like you can, you can love like your career. You can love different things that you do in your life. You can love your cat or something like that. You know, your pets and stuff like that. Yeah, so okay. like what, what kind of love that falls under, you know, the lines are kind of blurred, but, um, that is a different kind of love. It's a strong feeling. I basically, if we were kind of to define what love is, it's a strong feeling and connection to a person or thing or mm-hmm. activity and something like mm-hmm. when you say you love pizza, how does that make you feel? Like, I'm like, man, I love like it's the endorphins. Yeah, it literally what, releases something yes. just like, like what sends those butterflies through your stomach? What makes you feel good? What puts you in a state of relaxation? What puts you in a state of um like openness and, mm-hmm. and vulnerability? Yep. Like, you know, definitely loving things is a good one, too, because Lord knows I love jujitsu. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lord knows I love food, man. My relationship. <laughs> Food makes me so happy. Like, all the endorphins just comes out of my head when I just have some. And I just taking that first bite. Man, I love that. I do, I love that. Love and there are some, like, we, we're relating right now love to, like, a positive uh, feeling and stuff, which, you know, um, is what I associate it with. But you can love things that aren't necessarily good for you. Oh, yeah. Which can lead to, like, heartbreak or, like, you know, in the most objectified way, I would want to say, like, if you love drugs and you're a drug addict, it's not, you know, that's not like, it's not healthy for you. So, you could love you know, drinking. That don't mean. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, with every good thing, there's, there's another page to it. So, absolutely. um, absolutely. Yeah. But I love love. So <laughs> yeah. And that's what this episode is all about. So my next question, Sarge is what is the difference between like feeling love for something or someone and showing that you love, like showing love rather. Um, the difference between feeling love and showing love. Okay. Like, I mean, feeling love is kind of like, okay, I'll take the easy one. Like that's like, you, you know, that feeling that you get when you see someone that you have a crush on or like you're in love with your girlfriend. Yeah. Those butterflies. Yeah. And there, and like, I also think like for me too, like I know I'm in love when I'm like, Oh, she is so beautiful. Like, like, you know, <laughs> even like, when you out here in your bonnet like, don't got no makeup on <laughs> you deserve to be on the cover of vote girl just wake up and boom so i always know like i'm definitely feeling it when like no matter what i look at yeah. her and i'm like yeah perfection and it's wow. like you know and, it, and that that type of feeling for me takes time to develop like mm-hmm. the woman i'm with now when i first saw her of course i thought she was hot like i'm gonna you know whoo she's hot <laughs> but the longer we get together the more i'm like i mean you're yeah and it's beautiful inside and out you start you start learning the stuff about that person and the stuff you're learning about them makes them more beautiful in your eyes yeah exactly like even their flaws even the stuff that they don't like whether it's Mm -hmm. physical Mm -hmm. or like anything about their personality like if you love somebody like it grows and it changes it does, yeah. and it's ever like it develops along mm-hmm. with your relationship. Mm-hmm. So and there's yeah. little stuff too. Like, you know, you obviously you see someone in their face and you're like, okay, like, you know, I love you, but there'll be little things to me. Like, and maybe that's my love language. Well, we'll get into that later. Mm. But like, you know, for me, it's like little things too. Like the way your eyebrows grow, like, you know, like, it's yeah, not, you notice the little stuff. Your, yeah, yeah. Little stuff like that mole behind your arm above your shoulder is like it's very specific Bink. like you thinking know, like, about something right now <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah like yeah like like little stuff like that that isn't normally traditional standards of beauty or attraction that right come like just perfect like mm-hmm. to you and i think that's when at least for me that's when i start to feel like oh i'm i'm falling yeah because every little thing to me is yeah. like beautiful yeah. and the difference between like okay feeling it and showing it is like I think everybody shows love differently. And if you're in a mutual relationship and you can show love, um, I'm, I'm not really super verbal about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like, oh, like, yeah, I will say I love you back and I love you. Yeah. You know, the phone, stuff like that. But I like to show love through like little things like PDA. And yeah. Hands or like, yeah. And like, we talked about food. Like I'm big on like, like I never yeah. share my food, yeah. but like yeah. I find myself cooking for you or like, 
Yeah. You know, Honestly, this like is a good time to bring in the, the love languages because <clears throat> you just mentioned like acts of service. Your mm -hmm. way of showing that you love someone is by doing something for them. Mm -hmm. So um, I think the most five, the basic five love languages that um, we have here are um, physical touch, mm -hmm. acts of service, words of affirmation, gift giving and receiving, and quality time. Yeah. So you said you're really into showing your partner that you um, love them by giving or like doing things for them. Acts of cooking service. Cooking for them. Yeah. Yeah. Acts of service. And um, for me, I'm more of a physical touch person. A lot of times, like it takes me a long time to get like brain the words that I want to say process through my head and then out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times it just manifests in like, if we're having a conversation, even if it's a regular conversation or a difficult conversation. And, and sometimes I don't really know what to say. It's as much as like putting my hand on your thigh and letting you know that I'm hearing you eye contact, mm -hmm. you know, um, like it, even if we're just sitting in the same room and like, uh, or we're sitting in separate rooms and I know that you might be struggling with something, just being in the proximity, proximity of each other and that's a way that I show that I'm like silently supporting you but I'm here physically if you need me so I'm definitely more of a physical touch kind of person and probably also like quality time I definitely like to um spend good quality time getting to know my partner inside and out mm -hmm. um and by quality time I mean like you know uncovering the things that you like to do or just your like habits mm -hmm. of life like what you your interests mm -hmm. what you like to do and like vice versa i like when mm -hmm. people are interested in spending quality time doing the things that i like to do and it, you know it's always going to be a compromise we may not like doing the same thing all the time but it's the way i'm gonna show that i love you is by you know maybe i'm gonna do something that I wouldn't normally do because I know that you like it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's a good expression. And like, I, I've read before, like I know there's, there's the book, the five love languages and I've like done a little online quizzes and stuff like that. But a lot of things like I've, I've learned over the years of my own experiences and talking to other people in and out of successful relationships. Um, like I hear the question a lot, like how do they know, how do I know they love me? How do I know if they love me back or something like mm -hmm. that? Like, or does he love me? Does she love me? Like, uh, one of the things I've kind of learned is, is like figuring out what their love language is right. as well. Like sometimes if you're with a partner in like, let's say my love language is, is words of affirmation, right? Like that's the main, I, I love to say it. And especially you find a lot of women who are okay with giving their words of affirmation. And there are some people who aren't mm. and it's figuring out is your partner showing you love in a language that you just don't understand. Like maybe like I'm not a big quality time person. Like I could go, like like i can go two or three weeks without seeing my partner and be okay like all right, you know i'm used to traveling it's part of my lifestyle like i don't need to be in the same space all the time but when i do see you i'm cooking dinner for us i want to rub your back i want to like you know you know i like do i like physical touch too like mm. i want to lay you know play in your hair and things like that and so for some people who ask me sometimes and, and we get a lot of questions in the podcast now it's like i hear that a lot how do i know they love me like look for those other signs don't necessarily look for the love that you want to receive exactly look for how they're expressing love because mm -hmm. they could be expressing their love yeah. for you in a way that you might not be seeing right away because yeah. maybe gifts aren't your thing mm. or, or something like that yeah. so but it's like you said it's important to note that this person is trying to show it in the way that they know mm -hmm. but another part of that is verbalizing and expressing the way you would like to be yeah. shown love because a lot of times people are like oh it's my love language but they don't communicate that to their partner so their partner's over here buying dozens of roses and you're like, oh, great, thanks. Like, like gifts aren't really your thing. So they're thinking, oh, well, she didn't even care that I, you know, got roses or something like that. And then that's not might even be that might not be the case. It's just like, you know, um, that's not the way that you receive love all like all the time. But it's always important to acknowledge the effort. And um, honestly, that's what I was going to say is that, like, to me, love, especially romantic love is a choice mm -hmm. a lot of times it's a feeling it's a feeling that you feel but it's also a choice because to choose to love someone means even when you don't like that person you are still 
choosing to show them love yep. and respect and like the difference between feeling love is that oh i feel this and those feelings can go away like you feel happy and then the next minute you can feel sad mm -hmm. it's the same thing you can feel in love in the next minute be like mm, you know not have that overwhelming like feeling of love and so that means like if you're going to choose to be in a relationship in a loving one with a partner it it's got to be an everyday choice you have to wake for up sure. and be like even if i don't like you today i'm gonna choose to love you for sure for sure a thousand percent um i just recently was talking to someone i can't remember who it was but it was like like falling in love is easy but yeah. maintaining the relationship maintaining the freshness maintaining the quality staying in love is where the effort comes in mm -hmm. like falling in love is easy i, I could do that every summer i prize <laughs> <laughs> Every time a Megan Thee Stallion video comes on, I'm, there we go, I'm in love. But it, it, you know, I think, you know, I'm not a super relationship expert. I've had bad relationships and I'm, I've had good ones. Um, but I, I feel like that's the part where, at least for me, I know in certain relationships, I've been like, man, I, I you know, I don't love this girl anymore. And I, and I, looking back at some of my other relationships, it, it probably wasn't that I didn't love her anymore. It's probably like we got tired of working yeah to stay yeah. in a happy place and that's okay a lot yeah. of people think that they're dating and you know you gotta marry and be long term and date the first person who you feel like you're in love with forever like that's not the reality of the situation like anything you know it can grow and, and it can change like you could be in love with someone and really just without any sort of drama just fall out of love mm -hmm. and if two people both are like you know, I'm kind of tired of working to love uh, this relationship, it could fall apart very quickly. And that's like, okay, sure. as long as it's communicated and like you're talking to your partner and maybe you want different things in life than you did previously. And, you know, it affects your partner, that all that stuff affects your partner. And I think Absolutely. a lot of it too is we didn't put this on the list, but self-love. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about self love. Self love. Yet. You how how are you gonna love somebody oh, else? How we miss if that? You don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can only love. I, I I especially started to believe this in the last four or five years of my life. I just turned okay. I'm turning thirty seven, y'all, and I feel like I'm an adult. I feel like I'm weathered now. I feel like I know things. You've been through it. I'm probably young. <laughs> I'm probably still got a lot to learn. But like, like one of the things like was was yeah understanding. I had a revelation in myself where I realized I couldn't love anyone else any more than I loved myself. And I mm -hmm. couldn't expect anyone to love me any more than I loved myself. Yep. I couldn't expect a woman to out love me more than I could. She can't make up for the yeah. lack of love I have for myself and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I also realized I couldn't out love someone like I, as much I, as I, they love mm -hmm. themselves. I, I could only love you as much as you love you. There's, mm. there's no yeah. extra love that I can pour in to make you see like, girl, if you saw yourself, I saw you, you wouldn't have a problem, but mm -hmm. it just is hard to do. Yeah. Um, and you can't make really somebody important. see through your eyes what you see. Yeah. And you can want to love someone as much as you want. You can want to do that. But again, a lot of that is, is gonna, surround itself have to be involved with who how they love themselves yeah self-love is really important good it's one, so yes. important good yeah one. i just thought of that one yeah good one self-love mm -hmm. is like you know and it is uh, i like now that self-love is kind of trendy mm -hmm. it's like yeah a, it's like self-care sundays it's like yep. a thing now yeah and and it is girls and, yeah. and men like men women people you know mm -hmm. learning to love yourself is a, is also an ongoing process yes. you just don't wake up one day and be like oh i love myself i got it yeah <laughs> i got it today because you might have it that day <laughs> yeah and but, then tomorrow comes around and you might not have it that yeah day. yeah that is also a work in progress yeah. yeah yeah and as your relationship blossoms with a partner your relationship with yourself also has to change mm -hmm. and so um self-love is super super important when entering any relationship any sort of love whether it be romantic or platonic yeah or otherwise or otherwise are the platonic ones that turn romantic dun, dun, dun. Oh, i don't know if we got time to talk about that one here <laughs> shoot because that's a whole nother can of worms we ain't opening. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually. Yeah. 
actually. Yeah. This might have been kind of like, we may have touched on this a little bit, but I want to know like your opinion on it. Like the difference between, you know, this, what we say of being in love versus just regular love. Because that can be like, you know, obviously there's platonic and romantic, mm-hmm. but you know, like you said, sometimes they mix and merge and it's weird. So like, um, what is being in love versus just like, you know, I love you, dude. Or like, I love you, girl. I love you, girl. I, mm-hmm. I like, it's kind of, it's kind of a little bit like how I said before, I think being in love is the easy part. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just easy. Like, I'm just head over heels for you. I I just like everything you wear is perfect. You smell nice. You look pretty. <laughs> what happens I when that one day when she you. don't smell good? Yeah, just one day you just wake up and you look over and y'all just two regular motherfuckers laying in bed. Like that's and that's what loving is to me. I think being in love is the initial puppy phase, the initial the honeymoon. honeymoon. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think loving is similar to what we said. Where like loving takes work mm-hmm. i think because it's easy to it's easy to be in love and i think when you have that in love foundation then i think loving is is certain things like like you know loving is being like this is my side of the bed but i'm gonna let her have this one side, <laughs> tonight that's, that's actually not a not a good example because i never give up my side of the bed but you know so Every once in a while, I do. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I do. Uh, yeah. But little things like that, like loving, I think is um, expressing it through whatever the five love love, love languages are, or however you try to decide. Loving is making an effort to show your partner how you feel. I think in love is the feeling inside that you have, and I think loving is that outward expression yeah. of what you feel inside. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to sum it up. Like, oh, hey. Yeah, I have nothing Told else you. to add to that <laughs> one. <laughs> Told you yeah. guys. I'm starting to get up there. You must be an head. expert. Y'all, go to Sarge for any sort of relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. I think I'm doing all right. Um, but what else? Oh, so, which, uh, which led me to a question I had for you, which is, okay, now that we've got the whole loving and being in love and the languages the love at first sight yeah is the love real? at first sight honestly i'm hesitant to say yes but i'm also hesitant to say no like i feel like um again you can feel a really strong and intimate connection with someone off rip like like first sight might be a bit of a you know it might be a little hyperbolic obviously it's for the whole you know the disney characters oh they fall in love at first sight and we see this whole thing but like realistically you don't know nobody by first sight you don't what is like how what do you have what do you know about them to love so i think like you can feel like a really strong magnetic connection an intimate connection with someone pretty early on based off like maybe a first conversation or like when you lock eyes I remember like I wouldn't necessarily categorize this as like first like love at first sight or anything but I remember I was talking to um this girl it wasn't love at first sight because I had seen her and I was like I mean you know she cute whatever but like the first time that she like touched me I felt like electronic pulses through my body. And I was like, like, this is it. (laughs) I must be in love. The one. Like, I mean, (laughs) yeah. And it was a pretty instant, like, connection, intimate romantic connection. It was very instant. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then again, obviously, I'm not still dating this person. So, like, did we choose to follow up on those feelings? We didn't. So did, we didn't choose to love each other, mm-hmm. but there was okay. a strong, like, serious, intimate, spiritual, physical connection mm-hmm. very, very early on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, can you be really, really attracted to someone the very first time you see them? Yes. And can you make that into a long-term relationship and love somebody for long-term? Can you make that choice to do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's what I think love at first sight is. It's like, ooh, I'm, I'm really attracted to you off first, like, sight, conversation, whatever it is. And then it's then 
like shooting your shot or whatever and then actively making the choice to continue to work to love this person not just for the way you saw them the very first time but for everything that they are inside and out yeah no super valid and i found that to be like super interesting in in that we chose not to love each other like there was that connection and we chose not to actually for years and years and years i did believe in love at first sight and it's funny i know this story that you told before i think you've told it to me but (laughs) i was actually kind of around the same age i was about 22 23 and this is the time that I thought I fell in love. At first <laughs> oh, I yeah. was on Morgan State campus. If this girl is out there listening, I'm so embarrassed. She probably doesn't know this story. <laughs> but I remember my, my homegirl needed to get her hair done. And she was like, oh, we'll pick up this. I'm going to go pick up the girl to do my hair. And we pulled up to like somewhere on campus. I can't remember. And this girl came walking down the steps. When I'm telling you, everything fucking stopped. The world. Like, everything stopped. It was slow motion. The sun bounced off her face perfectly. (laughs) And I looked and I was stupefied. I was just stuck staring at this girl. And then she kept walking towards us. Oh, my God. It's her. This is the one we're here to pick up. (laughs) She like she didn't walk to the car, y'all. She glided in my direction. (laughs) And I knew she was a goddess. I was smitten. I was like, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen on the face of this planet. I was smitten. And at that moment, I didn't. I was like, "Oop, I'm in love." No, nope, that's it. She's the one. I also wasn't out yet, so uh-huh. there was that. <laughs> Ast- major asterisk. You were in but love, peeking through the closet peeking doors. Through the closet. <laughs> and and so, long story short, like I ended up, we ended up talking for a little bit, mm-hmm. and we were dating for a little bit, and I came out from this relationship. She was the uh-huh. one that kind of brought brought me out the closet, but she also, you know also was the one that broke my heart the first Mm -hmm. time she was also my very first heartbreak because Mm -hmm. as madly in love as i was with her she did not love me back yeah she did not love me back yeah i don't even think she liked me that much if i'm honest with myself a lot of times love doesn't make (laughs) sense it doesn't and i was so hurt by it because i was so in love with this girl i thought she was so gorgeous i wanted to come out i just loved her so much i "I can't deny my feelings for you everyone must know everyone Mm -hmm. must know i almost said her name oops she is (laughs) I was like, this girl, look, to all my straight friends that hadn't been out yet, they're like, what's going on? I was like, I don't care what y'all think. This girl here is for me. She's hot. And I wasn't for her. And that was the first kind of real lesson I had. Like, in hindsight, now that I'm a little older, do I think I fell in love? No. I think I was just sort of in in lust. Yeah. I think I was sort of just You're in love with that instant feeling of like butterflies and that Mm -hmm. instant like you feel like you have a connection whether Mm -hmm. it's physical or spiritual or mental whatever sort of connection you have you're in love with that initial spike of like adrenaline endorphins all that stuff so um you're in it's it's like almost it's like a fix yeah drug addicts are in love with the feeling of drugs which is why they do it Mm -hmm. and so it's like like Love at first sight is almost like that first kind of like, you don't know nothing about this person. Nothing. You don't know nothing. How can you love them? You don't know nothing about. I don't even know your name. I I didn't know her name. I I didn't need to. (laughs) I'm in love with the way you make me feel. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's, that within itself is a whole different thing. Very dangerous territory. It is because like, um, some and being on the other end of that spectrum where it's like um you love someone and you feel like they don't love them love you back or the other way around someone's really really feeling you and you're you don't really know if you're feeling Ugh. them the same type of way like a lot of times sometimes you can force yourself to try to emulate those feelings and that again that's just dangerous because it's like um are you are you being true to yourself and your partner? Are you are why are you choosing like it's the difference between like choosing to love someone because you have really really strong feelings for them now like choosing to pretend to be in love because you would like this person to be around. I feel like I see that a lot in some relationships. Like when someone loves the other person and they just faking, like, I love yeah. you the same just because you don't feel like breaking up with them. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like, you know, I, yeah. 
I guess I've kind of seen that. I've definitely been in lopsided relationships where I felt like the person I was dating liked me more. Mm-hmm. And I felt like no. I've been in relationships where it's like, I'm not even going to begin to like you anymore than I like you. Mm-hmm. So please don't. Please and I've don't been on the me. other end of the spectrum too, where I've been in a relationship where like I felt like I was really feeling this person and they're verbally telling me, oh yeah, like they're verbally being like, oh yeah, like definitely I like you. Like we're, you know, we're in a relationship or whatever type of relationship it was doesn't always have to be exclusive but they're saying oh yeah 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 and like continuing to to like egg you on Mm -hmm. when they don't really feel the same way about you yeah Yeah, and so be careful with that folks because it's not a good feeling to be on either end of those things i would imagine because like now you're like bamboozling someone and, and kind of playing with their feelings for what yeah, don't leave people on. If you know yeah. someone cares about you significantly more than you care about them, don't just don't don't lead them on. Um, that's like, that's red flags. That's episode three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> red flag. That is a red flag. Or and then two is like, I mean, I, I don't want to say like karma, but I feel like that is like like come on, don't like be honest it's with the person vibes. you're dating yeah like you know like i i i I love that you like me maybe you know sounds yeah. egotistical but you know but my feelings again, for you are here not people there. love being loved uh, so much people love being loved and you and, and sometimes you end up in a situation where you're like oh maybe i don't feel the same way about this person but i love how they do things for me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that's very selfish mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like basically um you're using this person for how they make you feel Mm -hmm. and love is always an exchange and as much as like people hate to i don't like that vocabulary i think it is it's an exchange you're giving something up a part of yourself in kind of you should be expecting something in return yeah because again if i'm gonna choose to love you you have to make the choice to love me back or why are we even doing this yeah why are we in a relationship yeah all energy is an exchange you can't expect to give 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 and not getting anything back and you can't expect to take 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 and not give anything either and like i've seen that too a little bit more often i see sometimes in uh hetero relationships a lot um where like like uh well, maybe, yeah, I mean, probably in lesbian relationships, too, where one, one partner doesn't want to break up with the other one just because they just don't feel like it or they don't want to break the other person's heart. You're like, breaking my heart break. more yeah. by lying to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to hurt them. So, like, uh, no, okay, well, you're hurting them by wasting their time and leading them to think that they're Right, because they could be with someone who actually loves them. Yeah. The, like, yeah, breaking up with people is hard, y'all, but, you know. Go ahead. Mm, Go ahead and let us know. Yeah. So common misconception slash myth. Approve or deny, Sarge, do lesbians fall in love faster than regular heterosexual folks or other people within the LGBTQ community? Is this just a stereotype from your experience? Have you seen this manifest? Okay. I feel like yeah. off the rip, I want to say yes. <laughs> like, and why is that? I don't that? know if it's a stereotype. Um, okay, so I kind of want to say because society conditions women to love so much, I think as society, as women in this country, we're allowed to love. We're sort of encouraged to mm-hmm. fall in love. We're encouraged to look for relationships. We're encouraged to share our feelings just as women in general. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you get two women together, that expression of feelings just comes a little bit more naturally just mm-hmm. because of society. It's a little bit we're, more intense. Right. Where we're men have been societally chained, char- like, like made, quote, to not love and to be tough and right and to then not hide show feelings that. not show so i think because men are sort of conditioned to not show and women are when you get two women in a room i think the the there's there's less inhibition to share your feelings mm-hmm. and so i think it kind of leads to um faster moving relationships and the faster expression of feelings yeah. because just women are just look at it, even when you're not in love even if you're not lesbian if you hang out with your girlfriends is is normal 
for girls to go on girls trips and yep. hold hands and hang out and go on dates and get, like yeah, i go on dates with my friends with your girls dates and you and your girlfriends can cry together and laugh together and do all kinds of stuff so i think women are just more encouraged to mm-hmm. express that and so when you have two lesbians it, together i think there's just less inhibition mm-hmm. and therefore i think that just sort of naturally leads to faster moving relationships yeah i never thought about it that way it's a, i always just thought you know with the whole you all like me i just thought to me i associate it with um the bomb segs that happens I, in the i was gonna say that too, beds. I was looking for more. <laughs> I was like, let me the get a more intellectual of answer. a lesbian relationship tends to <laughs> plus that shit is hot no <laughs> man plus, what can i plus say plus that shit pop off actually yeah. like i don't think we really touched on that but i definitely feel like there's a thin line between really 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 good sex and falling in love like oh, I think it's, it's the line is blurred. Blurred. They, like, do they I cross over sometimes. Or, yeah, or that's why I never. I, that's why I never believe girls or any girl who ever has said that they love me during or post sex. I I'm like, no, you don't, girl. <laughs> I've literally said Uh-oh. that before. There's been somebody who said that, and I was like, no, you don't. Stop. I you love this, that's and that's my okay. Place to say it. <laughs> you love this, and that is okay. And and like, I'm glad that I make you feel good. Like, that's what we're here to do, you know? But, you know, do you love me and all my shit and my flaws? Like, you know, you probably don't even know me well enough to say that you do. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but physical touch is an expression of love. It's my expression of love. And so now I'm wondering, if I'm, tax- <laughs> and now I'm wondering if I'm toxic now. Because I've definitely leaned over in the ear and be like, you love me, girl? <laughs> no! I meant it, though. <laughs> no no red flag red flag now i'm wondering you're i mean but it wasn't like i I never said it to anyone i didn't care about you she's rolling (laughs) okay ah i've never said that because i just wouldn't know what to do in that situation if the tables were turned and somebody said that to me and i'd be like oh I don't know. I don't I'm know what to do. And now we've ruined the mood. I'm I, I'm afraid to say that because I'm afraid someone's gonna be like, no. And then we're like, well, uh, should I leave? <laughs> no, now that's not why I have Too it. Too soon. Yeah, that's no. um. I'm not. I don't know. Interesting. Now I have to make sure I'm not not being toxic. Y'all let me know. Am I toxic for that? We'll see. <laughs> Can you say I love you in the bedroom and it still mean it the next day? If you still mean it the next day, then that's one thing. Now, if you've been like, oh, I I've, can't believe okay, I I've, said that. I've, I've never, I'm trying, I've only, I haven't done it that much. I make it sound like every woman I've been with, I'm whispering <laughs> in her ear. No, I, there are two women, like, and they were women that I was in relationships with and feeling strong feelings right. for. But it could be, you know, I, we talk about before how being studs, we sometimes over masculinize because we're studs. Mm-hmm. And especially being a little bit older from the millennial generation, you know, I'm like, you know, you know, sometimes it's hard to say, but sometimes in the heat of the moment, it's like, damn, I really do care for her. I could do this every night, all night. Like, I love you, girl. You love me. You love me, girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and, and I have had, and I have had like, you know, the woman I'm thinking about the next morning be like, and you had better mean it too. I'm like, oh, I meant it. I meant it. I meant it. I meant it. I care about you. I mean, if you mean it, say it now. Don't go around tossing them words around all willy-nilly because they mean a lot to uh, to different people they mean different things to different yes. people yes and Disclaimer. like you could say oh i love you and then the next morning you know it it rolls over like it never happened or you could do that and someone's like okay now when are we getting married yeah so there could it, be two different it, you reactions know set. you don't you don't want to put yourself in a situation yeah. where you're like oh yeah, Let me rescind what I just said. Yeah. Before y'all because drag then me, it gets I awkward. did have feelings. <laughs> I did have feelings. Um, but it can it can saying I love you is not something that should be tossed around right. easily because there are people who do take that very, very seriously. Yeah. And so Yeah. Oops. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and honestly, I can look back at some of my previous relationships and just question my judgment. <laughs> like why did I love this person or claim that I love this person? Like what about anything that they did slash made me feel made me believe that I loved this person? 
Like, I really be confused mm-hmm. at myself. I'd be like, because mm-hmm. I was in the moment, I'm so convinced mm-hmm. that, you know, I was in love and I love this person. And then I think back and I look back and I'm like, they did nothing to show that they loved me back or were interested in receiving the feelings of love that I was showing. And, and, and then again, it makes me think like love love as much as it's good it can put you in a bad situation you can be doing shit out of sheer love and the feeling and and put yourself in a pretty shitty situation because of it absolutely you can it reminds me of like um i I have also like done the same like what was i thinking when i was in love with that girl like what did i love about her exactly i think there's another dynamic too where i felt like it happened to me where i was in love with the idea of being in a relationship Mm -hmm. where i was just in love with the idea of not wanting to be single or i just felt like i had hit a certain age so i was supposed to be in a relationship and so like i've had that feeling before where i've looked back and been like did i love her no i just I was just in love with I having loved a family. how she made me feel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's it. I'm going to keep saying it because a lot of people confuse those two things. Mm-hmm. Being in love with a person versus loving how they make you feel. Mm-hmm. Two different things. Amen. Two different things. And and loving just just the I uh, just loving the relationship. Too. Yeah. Loving how they make you feel and loving like oh i'm in a relationship because sometimes that's yeah you know like everyone has cuffing season you Uh, know like don't be cuffed Mm -hmm. up just because you in love with the idea of being in love right like actually look for the qualities in that person's personality that you guys can bond on stuff like that right Mm -mm. If, if the question is like you're stranded on an island you can only pick one person and you don't pick the person you claim to be in love with you know Depend. Yeah. I d- depends. I depends on the circumstance, but <laughs> I don't yeah, want to get too much into like, that. Hmm, yeah. Depend. Hmm. I'm like, are you are you good on a deserted island? Or are you gonna be over here trying? No. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think we're at the part of the episode where it's the qualm of the week. Oh, are ready week. for qualm of the week already? I feel like there's so much we haven't talked about. Really? Yeah. No, it's okay. No, we're rolling. So I think our qualm of the week can kind of cover a lot of the information on our um outline yeah our qualm of the week and we get our qualms from a lot of our listeners and so especially if you're listening on spotify or anchor we have a q a question at the bottom make sure you guys are giving us feedback but this qualm of the week um uh where is it are twin flames or soulmates real is, is it a, a thing? thing is that real is it just a millennial gen z internet thing where it's like my twin flame is somewhere across the world with the wrong girl and (laughs) it's my time to go save them and we're gonna be together forever and he's the only or they're the only person who i'm meant to be with like I love those memes. My, <laughs> my, my soulmate out there hoeing somewhere. Yep. <laughs> out there I love hoeing. those memes. <laughs> so do you believe in soulmates, Sarge? Is that something Am you I believe in? Am I first up? Absolutely not. <laughs> I actually, I do not believe in soulmates or twin flames at all. I actually, twin flames is, I actually kind of wanted to Google it, but whatever. Because someone was trying to tell me, I had this conversation with a couple of other uh, people before a couple other women before. There's a difference between twin flames and soulmates. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I I actually, oh God, I hope she's not listening. I actually broke up with a girl because she thought I was her twin flame. And I was like, no, I'm not. And we can't be together because oh, you clearly have. No, but, and so we, we had this big, long discussion about what twin flames are. And my, here's my beef with twin flames. That's why it's a qualm. I kind of have a beef about this thing is because I think it's, it's a thing that people feel like they have to look for. If you have this idea that there is one singular person only for you, there are how many billion people on this earth? Too many. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's more than one out there for you. Okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just more there, and, 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 and then I think you overlook. too many damn beautiful women it's out there to be like women. this one. This one. And I feel like. You can choose to be with someone. Yes. You can choose to be in a, in a monogamous relationship. Yes. But to feel like, I feel like the concept of having a twin flame or a soulmate also eliminates the other opportunities that you could have to meet and be in love with other people. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just like, what if the person you're dating is like 70% there? 
but you're like, oh, you're not my twin flame. Like you could be passing out, passing up on a good relationship or a good time because you're out here looking for this one motherfucker. Yeah. Honestly, what I think about when I think twin flame versus soulmate, I think twin flame is a little bit more platonic. I've heard it used in that way where like two best friends who like finish each other's sentences and like they're kind of born from the same energy, like will call each other like their twin flames. Cause they're like, you know, maybe they have the same mannerisms. They act very similarly. They're interested in the same things. Like I think a twin flame for my definition of a twin flame, twin flame will be like, yeah, someone who, uh, you know, you're basically two peas in one pod. You're the mm -hmm. same, like you're part of that same energy. And, um, I think that can be, I mean, you could label anyone your twin flame. Really like me and my best friend were twin flames. Just cause Honestly. like, what, like, what are you going to burst up into the fi like fire? Like what? Yeah. I don't even understand really what the reality of it to me. All of it is just like metaphorical. It's all it's just kind of like, all right, cool. You say this, but soulmate to me is like something that people s search for romantically is mm -hmm. something that people are like, my soul is connected to yours and we're going to soul bond and become a spiritual entity. Like, I don't know. Sounds like, codependent yeah. to me. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Why can't we just be in love and work on our relationship? I just feel like the idea of soulmates, it is like twin flame soulmates. Like, again, yeah, it's like, I hear that all the time. It's like, are, yeah, when, when two become one. Like, no, I'm you, you're me, and we yeah. love each other. Like, I, I'm not interested in soul bonding. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. Like, for yeah, for my like, Rick and Morty yeah. people, there was an episode where they were soul bonded, and it was not fun. It was <laughs> Rick and a dragon, and oh that wasn't God. fun. So, no. Like, I don't. I don't know if that's what I'm searching for. Like, I'm not, I don't know if I want to say I'm going to attach my soul to another soul, especially when you're speaking like energetically, when you think like of our bodies being a vessel for our soul and our mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. And to think that when our bodies die, our energy and our soul keeps living on. You mean to tell me there's one person in however many reincarnations you're going to be living your energy your soul whatever it is whatever you believe in there's one in the entire galaxy yeah the entire lifespan over and over and over again it doesn't no, make sense to me doesn't make sense and i think it's a lie i think it sends people on a wild goose chase because y'all here looking for this one maybe the one you maybe your one is right under your nose girl maybe your one is you or sir or maybe <laughs> Also, maybe like, it's too, you. Like, and you know, I love Googling. Look, it says, look, Google says twin flames <laughs> are thought to be the most intense relationships we can have in our lives. But they, and they put this in bold, but they're not always meant to last. Blah, 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 blah. Bunch of other stuff. Like to me, like, yeah, is maybe fire your burns twin, out is your twin flame platonic. Because the only person I feel like I've been like that, that I love that much like I've just run into traffic for is my daughter. <laughs> like, you know, like, does that like, what? so like, yeah, I feel like kids, that's a whole nother level. Right. That like, don't even count. Love right. Tw twin flameness. Like, yeah. I don't know. So that's my soulmate. Does that count? <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Right. Some people would say that's weird. <laughs> Some people might, but Hey, I love my kid. Not everybody yeah, loves I mean, their kids. I mean, that's true too. Well, which is a lot, you know, that's a whole nother episode. People overlook that. A lot of people don't like their kids and some people don't love them. I love my kid. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. I mean, I don't got kids, so I can't really speak on it. But I can speak on twin flames. Twin like flames. you said, the fire Boom. sometimes burns out. And I like that they were like something that is quick and intense and may not last for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Like everyone, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people have experienced that in either platonic or romantic relationships where it's like really quick really intense really like oh yes i'm super into this person and then two months go by and it's like that person's not even part of your life anymore yeah maybe you have multiple flames and, out there yeah i mean that oh. that one seems a little bit more realistic in the sense that like soulmate people are always like oh 
my soulmate is one person. Maybe we th- maybe we're thinking about it a little too narrow. Can you have multiple soulmates and multiple twin flames? If you want to use that vocabulary to express how you feel about someone, then sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more realistic to have more than one soulmate, more than one twin flame, than have just one. Yeah, like there's literally like, and I also like you know you know I'm getting too deep here, but I also feel like you know your soul is connected to the universe and so many other souls around you. Like to limit that to one singular person is yeah I don't know it's just silly to me. Yeah, it's like every every like energetically everything only is... picking one thing. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. damn, <laughs> I love that analogy. <laughs> It's like, like going to a buffet and only picking one thing like, the I'm whole time. The to perfect eat. food. I must find the perfect food, but you could be passing out on plenty of good food. And even if the, the food is like I and the food is mid, like at least you you were like you I it? like let, you know now at you least know you learned like. from that yeah. exactly. You now learned you know from you need salt. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. Yeah, you gotta and try it, some of the other food. Yeah, and I think it can be dangerous too when searching to date having such a narrow mindset about who it is you're trying to look for you have this image the way this person mm-hmm. is supposed to be some sort of dream or spiritual calling of this like person who's supposed to be your soulmate that yeah you could end up like not really taking advantage of the relationships and the other things going on in your life exactly that could definitely really be good and if anything a learning experience yeah. for you yeah so yeah man love is love in all sense and forms humans are inherently beings that love whatever it is that you love so um but then again a lot of times love will come to you and you don't have to go out here searching for Mm -hmm. the perfect person or the right one like Mm -hmm. like if you love yourself and you are surrounding yourself by a loving environment love is going to come to you and you're going to be able to benefit from that at the greatest level entirely cosign agreed stop you know it'll come to you just have faith maybe have faith there's someone out there for you there's someone out there for you yeah. probably more than one based on my thoughts <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah and i think that's that on that folks that thanks for listening awesome and give us your feedback we love our feedback we love subscribers we love when you guys subscribe we love that makes me <laughs> feel so good <laughs> get endorphins that bounce all over the place when i see our views go up and yep. i see our subscribers go yep. up and I even love even more. I get tinglys, guys, mm-hmm. when you respond to our questions and our comments and give us feedback. So if you're, especially if you're listening to this on Spotify or Anchor, we've got a little Q&A question at the bottom. We'll put stuff. We'll put a question in there for the week. Yep. Tell us about your first love. Tell us about Twin Flames. This is a good one. Good topic. Yeah, we might yeah, have yeah. to do a follow-up on this one. Yeah, and please like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Queers and Qualms. Um, on our website at queersandqualms.com and keep tuning in, keep sharing, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks so much. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Queers and Qualms podcast. This is one of your hosts, Sajara Eubanks, and there's a favor that I have to ask you guys. Yasmin and I are preparing for Waco World. If you're listeners to the show, you know we're both athletes. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter, and Yasmin is a budding, aspiring kickboxing fighter, and she's got a big tournament in Ireland in October of 2022. It's called the Waco World Championships. And we're raising money to help Yasmin get to the Waco Worlds. So if you've enjoyed this podcast today, we'd love some support and donation to help Yasmin get to this World Championships in Ireland in October of 2022. Please donate what you can, a dollar, two dollars, and subscribe to our podcast as a monthly donation. Plus you can write it off in your taxes. It's not a subscription. It's not mandatory, but we do appreciate it. Any donation will help. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you at the Wake of Worlds.